You're listening to Mornings with Simi on 980 CKNW. Well, municipal elections are less than a month away, and we're going to the polls on October 15th. I've been saying it all week. Make sure you mark that on your calendars. We'll be electing mayors, councillors, trustees, no matter which community you live in. And one of, if not the biggest issue, I think, for communities right across the province, of course, is housing. You need to find housing. You need to be able to afford housing. So as part of our continuing coverage on this year's elections, we are turning our attention this week to the Vancouver mayoral race. We have been speaking with the five major candidates for mayor, and we are talking about that one important issue of housing. So today's guest is the MPA mayoral candidate uh, for mayor. That would be Fred Harding, who joins us. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Sydney. So first off, the question that I've asked everybody right off the bat is, let's talk about your housing plan. What is it? Okay, so we have a housing plan, and forgive me, Simi, I just want to address one, one other thing which, which is integral to our housing plan, and that is the breach of the, the broken trust between the, the people and the politicians over the issues around the scene, this donors list that's been attributed to Kennedy's uh, uh, party. The, the breach of trust is, is really important because we're seeing, we need housing. We need more housing, but we're seeing that the politicians have been using the developers in a way that they're twisting their arms. And, and now we're looking at what's going on with this, uh, this this donor list. People are really concerned about where they stand in this whole process and how it affects them. Is it going to lead to more housing or is it just a fat cat scheme to get people uh, more money? We've saw it's it's so integral, it's so integral that we've actually had to design our housing We've seen politicians for the last 15 years or so vilify developers, vilify them to their to their base. You know, we developers are greedy and they're only here to make money off of the people. But then in the back rooms, they're twisting their arms and getting more money out of them. And it's led to this broken system. And so we're going to fix the system. And so our housing plan calls in for flat rate CACs, these community amenity contributions. It used to be a time when developers would provide swimming pools and, and parks and, and things in, in the city of Vancouver. And we're missing that now. Yeah, I was just at Falls Creek and we're looking at that they're worried about not getting the, the park that they were promised in 1990. So there's there's lots of issues around here. So what I want to do uh, from our plan uh, is make sure that we've got flat rate CACs. So before anything happens, there will be no negotiations. There, the developers won't have to come to City Hall and fight and, and be brought into back rooms to have their arms twisted behind their back to get more money. Because the flat rate CAC measured per square foot, it's, everybody's going to know what the price is. Every developer is going to know how they make money and how the city makes money long down the line. So this is not from an election to election, but will take us 5, 10, 15 years down the line. if Because it's a fair process. And the developers don't need to come to me and pay me anything else because there's no advantage for them anymore. There's no advantage because the next developer is going to pay the same price. Okay, so that's one thing, though. But what about density? What about your approach towards rezoning? What are the other aspects of your plan? Okay, so look, we, we want to make sure that we've got um, mandatory permit wait times. Everybody's talking about mandatory permit wait times because it's we can't have a situation where we're going from seven years from conception to completion on property development because that's what's loading that's what's creating our housing crisis there's no there's no uh not enough supplies being built so now what we have is develop the relationship between developers and the city has become so toxic that developers are walking away we're looking for supply targets 
Supply targets means that we know that we've got increases in the population in Vancouver. It's about 6,000 a year. The census tells us that every year about 6,000 people move into the city. And the, the, we've got this, the, the math is simple, that the federal government is inviting people into the country. Of course, many of them are coming to the lower mainland, they're coming to the, to the Vancouver. But despite the 6,000 people that come into our net gain of population every year, we've only got about six to 900 uh, new rental units going out there. So the math is very difficult and we're not addressing the root causes. So they said it was going to be the foreign buyers that, that were causing this issue. And so they brought in the foreign buyers tax. They said it was the empty homes and they, they brought in an empty homes tax and they tripled it. That didn't work. They said it was money laundering. And so we, they cracked down money laundering. They said uh, modular homes, if we built more modular homes, that would work. And then, then they said it was um, speculators. So they brought in a speculation tax. None of it has worked. We're talking about supply. Let's just try supply. Okay, we are doing that. But what kind of supply are you talking about here, though? Where would so, you build it and what kind of supply? So, well, look, we, we have to pre-zone parts of Vancouver, if not if not all of, of Vancouver. So we have to pre-zone. So if in a certain area where you're pre-zoned for a six-story uh, pro property, then you don't have to come before uh, the city and, and try and negotiate to get that done because it will be pre-zoned. We want to make sure that um, the, there's... The spaces for density in, on the south side of Vancouver, near near the uh, the near the river, through by the river, the spaces for dense more density there. But we want to have a new plan for Vancouver, where where we can find areas in Vancouver where we can work on supply. But and we also need to work on supply around transit hubs. So if we can create more supply around the transit hubs, such as the Broadway corridor. So what was found there is that there was. 30,000 units, when, when the initial uh, plan went in, they actually reduced the amount of available residences by about 30,000 units. So we're a city that's in a housing crisis. We have to be able to put those units back into the plan. Right. You mentioned the Vancouver plan there, the Broadway plan. Is that something that you would support? So... <clears throat> Uh, I support it in, in general simply because of this. So when I came in and, and started on the campaign, I went to my team and, and, and I see that there's a lot of flaws in the, in the, in the Broadway plan. And uh, the first one being is that there are so many units have been actually taken away. So they whittled down and whittled down and whittled down. And so the Goodman report says that there are 30,000 units were taken away. Now, it also leaves us with some units which are 400 square feet. So we have to look at, is that going to be reasonable for a person to live in, right? Is that reasonable accommodation? So I see a lot of flaws with the Broadway plan. And, and what I said to the team is, can we stop it? And they said, we can't because the penalties are going that we would incur as a city would be potentially in the billions of dollars. So it's a plan that we must move forward with. I hope that we can find space in the Broadway plan to increase density around the transit hubs. That's what people are going to be, uh, that's what's going to provide affordable housing. Okay, now, how do you plan on getting anything done? Like, let's say you're elected, not a majority on council, though, but you are the mayor. How do you plan on getting anything done? Okay, well, first of all, that's a great question, because it's about leadership. And so what, I, what I've done in, in my time and in my career is, is that I've been an effective leader. And so it doesn't matter, you know, of course we're looking for an MPA majority. If we have an MPA majority, everything's going to get done. The people's work is going to get done if we have an MPA majority. If we don't, what I've been very effective at is bringing teams together and, and making teams work at a high performance. That's what I've done in my policing career and that's what I do outside of my career, outside of policing in my business career. 
So it's about leadership. And what we've seen in the last four years, particularly, is weak leadership or absent leadership. So we need a, we need a strong leader in the city. Okay, why should people vote for you then? Well, because, um, you know, first of all, we're in, we're in, a, we're in a, a housing crisis, we're in a public safety crisis. And people should vote for me because, let, let's talk about the public safety crisis. We're here to talk about housing, but to answer your question on why they're gonna vote for me, is because as a 30 something year police officer, and I understand how to tackle the issues that Vancouver's facing now. And it's all across Vancouver. It's the, it's the attacks, it's the assaults, it's the stranger on stranger assaults. I know how to strategically target specific criminals and I know how to target specific criminal groups. And we need to get those people off the streets. We need to get the streets safe again where you can have confidence to walk down the street. Every family needs to be able to send their children out to school. They, you know that your wife or husband when they're coming home late is safe and safer. And we need to have a, a, a city that actually supports its police service and, and a police service that does the job that the people expect it to do. We don't have any of that now. People don't have confidence to walk down the street. Mr. Harding, I have, to, I have to thank you for your time this morning. We're all out, but uh, thank you for that discussion. Thank you so much, Simi. I really appreciate the time. That is Fred Harding, mayoral candidate for the NPA in this Vancouver election. Now, our topic this week is housing. And that's why we have been very specific with our candidates to talk very specifically about their housing plan individually as mayoral candidates and what their party plans are. It's up to you to decide if what you've heard actually constitutes a plan, something that you agree with. Now, if you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com. It has been varied. I will tell you every day this week, I have heard some interesting housing plans, but I'm not sure I heard a lot of actual plan in that one there. If you want to weigh in again, simi at cknw.com. And we, of course, will continue this. We have one more candidate to go. Join us Monday when Kennedy Stewart joins us to talk about what he would do Maybe what he hasn't done in the last four years, but what he would do in the next four years if he were elected mayor. That'll be on Monday on Mornings with Simi.